0: Welcome to the ITSP Magazine Podcast Network. You are about to listen to the Hacking Your Potential podcast with Frankie Thomas. Join Frankie and uncover the secrets of those who achieved greatness. Let their wisdom and experience inspire you to transcend mediocrity and strive for excellence. Take the first step towards an extraordinary life and start your journey today. Knowledge is power. Now more than ever.
1: Cheers, <laughs> Marco. No beer. It's, a, it's water. That's sparkly. That's prob- that's the, prob- <laughs> <laughs> the problem. <laughs> and so uh, let's let's let it, uh, hydrate it. All of oh, us.
2: Uh, and if it's sparkly and yeah. a beer, that's all. I guess there is sparkly. Uh, Sour beers too. I don't Which,
1: know. Where do you live? You know, I
2: tasted one <laughs> yesterday <I talked. laughs> so, uh, That's why I ask you. They, I say, you, have to, have to. They, you have to be. Well, I have to be in the room for them. But, uh, that's not what we're here to talk about. Not. Well, maybe we're talking about beer. You don't do that. Why not? That, that's not the initial driver. <laughs> in this conversation. <laughs> um, th- this is uh. Obviously, this is ITSP Magazine Podcast Network, and uh, Sean Martin here with uh, my co-founder, Marco Cipelli. And uh, I think we, we've had a pretty good run, Marco, of uh, bringing on some interesting topics and some interesting shows and uh, meeting some really cool people in the process uh, that are hosting these shows. And today... I have uh, the distinct honor of introducing Frankie Thomas. Frankie, how are you? I'm very good, Sean. Thanks for inviting me on today. <laughs> you know, this is a a natural a natural thing to do. Uh, I mean, we I don't know how many weeks. Not that many weeks ago that we first connected, and uh, I think I saw a post, and I said, "That's a cool topic. Love, love, to, love to see you talk about it some more." and uh, here we are a few weeks later, and and you're doing just that, <laughs> which is which is pretty cool. But uh, obviously, that's the summary version, uh, the the TLDR version of that. But uh, there's much more to it. And you, um, what do you think, Marco? Should we should we uh, hear a little bit more about who Frankie is? Absolutely. We, we know we know Absolutely. a little bit, I guess.
1: Well, that's the reason why we do this kind of conversation, like very friendly. Uh, you know, it, would, it wouldn't it would be bad to have a beer or a coffee or whatever. Okay. Just I, I like this is how I do sometimes with my guest. Like, let's pretend to be sitting on a coffee table, <laughs> uh, maybe in a coffee shop somewhere, maybe in London. And I'm maybe hitting, I'm throwing a hit, a hint there that we can we can talk more about. But it could be in Paris. It could be in Florence, anywhere. And just have a nice conversation, which is about meeting Frankie and introduce you to the audience that maybe listen to my show, to Sean's show, and uh, and they want to listen to your show too. So I would say who is Frankie? Question. Okay, mark.
3: well um <laughs> well let's pl- let's pretend we're in Florence because it's about 80 degrees in here at the moment. Okay. So <laughs> Pick but the yeah, place. so um I'll be there. <laughs> so I I took an interest in penetration testing and cybersecurity in general about twelve months ago, say, maybe thirteen months now. And um, I, I knew nothing about it. I'd, I'd never, I didn't even know what Kali Linux was. I've had sort of a background in IT, but not much. And I just dug my heels in every single day, going, going, going. Started making friends on LinkedIn. Found myself a mentor who's who's still guiding me. He's going to be on the show in a couple of weeks. Just had an interview with him. It was absolutely fantastic. So, um, and he sort of guided me into taking notes because. I, I was on Try Hack Me the website Try Hack Me and I, I, I basically completed the whole thing in six months I was in the top one percent and and he goes oh that he goes that's great how you've done that he was like can I can I see your notes and that that you've been taking I said I'm supposed to take notes <laughs> <laughs> and he goes yeah he's like you think you're going to be able to remember all that stuff and I was like oh I don't know so he started quizzing me on SQL injection and stuff like that and I was like couldn't answer any of his questions. So so he advised me to go to a course on TCM security. To, um, He said, go through it. And he was like, but take really good notes. He said, screenshot everything. And so I started doing that. And then I got really, I, I think I have some, maybe some sort of um, OCD or something. Very, I get very focused on something when I do it. So the note taken became pr- primary. And then I was using LinkedIn to sort of save my notes so I didn't lose them in case my computer crashed or something crazy happened. And then I started getting a lot of interest from them and after doing it day after day, after day, after day, they got better and better and better. And, um, and that's actually what led me to you. So now I've, I've basically sort of cut off the studying for that at the moment and I'm fully obsessed with the podcast now. <laughs>
2: a, new, a new obsession, uh, which, which we're grateful for and, and everything you've done up to this point will fold in. Um, o- hopefully you, you don't stop learning as you <laughs> I mean, you're, obviously you're going to be learning new stuff about, uh, about yourself and your guests and the technology uh, as you do your podcast. But um, hopefully you keep growing in the other areas as well, assuming that's what you want to do. But l- let's go a little further back even. And uh, I often joke uh, for me, it's back to when I was hatched, but uh, maybe further back, did, did you, did, you said you had a, some experience in IT. But did, did you always have an interest in technology that led you there? Or what, what about technology early on? Uh, I don't know. How, how did you enter that, that realm, I guess? Yes, yeah, so I've,
3: I've actually got a great example for this. Um, I always remember it as being a kid. There was a, it was a magazine series. You know, you get those magazines where you get one piece of the puzzle each month or something. And then you build the project over time. Well, I started buying this one that was building a robot, basically, and it was like um, it was like a little bug, and you know, one day you'd get a microchip, and then another day you'd get a light sensor, and next week you'd get wheels, and I think over the course of three years, I built this entire robot and built its own remote control and everything. So I think I've I, yeah, I've always had a an obsession with technology. I was more I was more interested in breaking it than building it. <laughs> so I, I, had a, I had a big box and I, I must have been about 10 years old I had a big box just full of cables and um, microchips and broken up remote controls playstations you name it I, I, everything I had to take it apart and look what was inside but I never, I never built things so when I discovered penetration testing I thought oh this is great I can just sit around breaking things all day I don't really have to fix anything <laughs> I,
2: I always look for toys and other things that had motors in them all right you could you could take and make, make those do other things with other parts and pieces.
3: I think that was well, the you only know, thing got spinning.
2: Well,
1: <laughs> you know, Sean, how many, how many times have you heard this similar story about, this is how I got into hacking? Because what you just described, it is hacking anyway. It's either building or breaking it, rebuilding, being curious and, and being all about making something better if there is a way to to improve it why not you got to break something to know that it's not perfect and i think the assumption is that nothing is perfect and as a matter of fact i like (laughs) the title that you choose for the show because we as human are very hackable ourselves and we can hack our way into things that is not necessarily just technology right it's you hack yourself in learning to play an instrument you hack yourself into learning how to become an artist, or even making friends. I mean, that's an art as well. So, I mean, the fact that you're translating this this mindset into being human and 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 find a way to progress in your career, I think it's it's great. So, tell tell me more about why you focus on on this um, kind yeah. of conversations.
2: And the, the show's <clears throat> and the show name is Hack Hack Your Potential. Right. right so just so so we set that
3: stage <laughs> yeah so um the, the whole idea behind hacking your potential was um like i've never done podcasts before so i'm not a professional podcaster i'm also new to cybersecurity, so i'm not a professional in cybersecurity yet either but i i always try to play to my strengths so and my my strengths have always been like discipline mindset I will happily get up at one o'clock in the morning and start working on editing one of my shows if I have to. I don't. I don't sort of believe in laziness or anything like that. I don't believe in oh, I'll do it tomorrow or I, it can't be done. And this and it all came from small little things that I've done. So like even just hit my shower on cold every day. When I get a shower, I whack it on cold every day. And no matter how many times you do that, your brain will tell you not to. It'll be, it begs you every time, even after the years of doing it. <laughs> I make sure I go to the gym every day and I, I sort of want to gear the show around, not particularly, you know, giving people advice in cyber security, but giving them more advice on how to be successful in cyber security, but more to be just successful in life. Like I'm, I'm certain I can take my hand to any sort of trade or field and, and start making moves in it. And I think if, you know, we can help people sort of gain them sort of skills, even just little things, like I find a lot of people on LinkedIn, they, um, you know, they're all great. They're following the learning paths and stuff, but they're not really doing much else. And I, and I don't think that's their fault. I think they just they're not educated in the idea of sort of pushing the boundaries with things. So um, the the whole premise of the show is to sort of help people, you know, find them ideas, give them them light bulb moments that go on. Oh, no, I didn't think about that. That's what I've been doing wrong this whole time. Because uh, I think that's what actually changes people's lives is the way they approach things rather than, you know, knowing the latest, I don't know, threat or knowing the latest exploit. I don't think that helps as much as actually having that get up and go every single day and yeah. facing your fears and all that sort of stuff, really. That was the premise behind it. And setbacks. I, I heard, I've heard. i heard three things thus far. I'm sure
2: we'll hear more even. But, uh, I mean, just talking about creating that robot where you have to acquire each, I think you said magazine, right? Each magazine gives you each piece. that That's patience right there to, <laughs> to wait for all those pieces to bring it together to build it. And then the persistence and maybe the desire and creativity to break it all apart again, right? And perhaps they maybe make it do something it's not supposed to. And and then as you, so those are kind of the two things, persistence and, and patience. But then, you described your mentor saying you you just completed this amazing. I don't know that I could do, uh, hack the box, right? I, I, don't, I probably couldn't do hack the box to be honest with you, and let alone be in the one top one percent. So you accomplished that, and then the feedback you got from the mentor was, well, "Where are your notes?" And that could be like seriously uh, damaging <laughs> in terms of of the desire to continue, and yet you you took that as a challenge to. To keep moving on and, and perhaps to help others uh, understand that as well. So and I think through the podcast, you'll, you're going to be able to do that, not just one to one, but one to many as you connect and, and grow your audience, right?
3: Yeah, well, my first, um, my first thought with the podcast was once I realized how much time it was going to take from me to sort of get the ball rolling, all the learning curves and you know equipment i have to learn to use and especially with um like i suffer with performance anxiety i don't know if you notice but i always have and um so that's another fear that i have to face every time i do this and um what i was worried about i thought i'm i'm not going to be able to keep learning stuff i'm gonna I'm, I'm just gonna be focused on this but then i thought no hang on i get to speak to industry leaders and i can pick their brains and that's the sort of stuff you ain't going to get from these sort of online courses you know, yeah, they'll teach you how to use the technology, but they're not going to actually teach you what it means to be on the ground and what it actually means to be a professional in this industry. So I, I think what I'm going to get from this is going to be a lot more valuable than that. So that's what sort of um, swayed the, the weight for me, really, into diving straight in.
1: You know what? Let, let's talk about this, because I, I'm a big fan of every time I talk about education, Uh, that there is not just one way to learn how to do something. And and for me, education many times fails people because it just tells you, here's the book, here's the rules, here's what you need to follow, then I'm going to give you a test on that. And if you don't do it as it was in that particular book, you fail. I think that's bullshit. In the order Smart.
2: the teacher wanted you to follow it.
1: <laughs> exactly. So you know, famous philosopher said back in 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 antique Greece that teaching is about teaching how to learn. Then how what you learn is up to you because when you have that methodology, then you can learn anything you want. It's not about learning something. And I, I always go by that. And I feel like when you when you talk with people that. They've done it their way. They, there's not just one way to succeed. And I think that's that's the key about understanding it. I don't know if you if you agree with me or not, or, but from what you said so far, and even just by reading on the description of your podcast, is about imposter syndromes. It's about feeling inadequate to do something. But why? Who said that?
3: Uh, what do you mean? Like... No one said it. I think um, like imposter syndrome stuff for me, it's all inside my head. Like everyone, everyone tells me I'm great, and you know you can do this. And especially in the cybersecurity community, they, um, that they, I, I found that's the um, the key to imposter syndrome. I've spoke to a few people about it now, and they said it's the community that's the answer. If you're unsure about something or you don't think you can do something, just ask people what they think and especially in this community, you're going to get a lot of people saying, no, you can do this, go ahead. And that's sort of how you cure it, I guess.
1: Yeah. And how about what I was saying at the beginning, like that you're probably going to get a lot of different answers, a lot of different ways to do something right. And I think that's that's the beauty of this industry and many other industries. So, you know, you, you hear a lot of different stories and maybe that Eureka moment can come from something unexpected.
3: Yeah, well, what you said about, um, you know, the exam and sort of re- remembering the information and then ticking the boxes, like, I, I totally agree that a, it's a poor way to educate people. I'm, I'm quite lucky in the sense where I can remember information quite, I can spend a day learning something and pass an exam, no problem, but then the next day that information's gone. Like, I, I did gardening at college and I had to remember certain types of grass by looking at them, the Latin names and the names of the seeds, et cetera. I was, the, I was the first person in five years to get full marks on that. But you ask me that now. I don't, I couldn't even remember one of them. <laughs> so I think it is a poor way. I think um, you can't read a textbook on how to hit the hammer on the nail. Can you, you, you you're only going to get better after you've hit your finger, hit your thumb a few times.
2: <laughs> well, I spent, uh, I don't know what, I forget how many years, four, four years. I'll just say four years, uh, maybe even five or six. I don't know. That tells you how good my memory is, which kind of sets the tone for this next comment, which I'm right there with you, Frankie. I, I helped build <laughs> a, a, a system for estimation and job management for landscape companies. So I used to know all the <laughs> names and, and genuses and all that stuff too, but not anymore. Not anymore. That stuff's gone. But I want to go back to Marco said, uh, so he said something and... Um, and it, and, or success, I can't remember now because I spoke <laughs> over myself. Um, but I guess the, the point I want to make and want to get your thoughts on is success oftentimes, wh- what, what are you trying to achieve and what's the path to get there is often defined for someone. And it, it may not be the something that you're trying to, to achieve and the, the path to get there may not be the same for everybody kind of on the same point and i think that's really where the, the hacking your potential comes in because you can v- view something differently than others and then the path to get there uh, especially if it's very different um could be different as well and i don't know you you've already you've already recorded a few shows um a couple of couple should be live by the time uh this is produced talk to us a little bit about some of those conversations in connection to some of the things that we we've touched on here
3: yeah yeah so um i won't go into my first guest as it's already out there you can um go and have a look at that but the guest coming up is uh anton he's known as the remote code execution man or some people call him rice man but but he's um he's a bug bounty hunter and and what grabbed my attention with him because like i'm i'm attracted by work ethics so if i see someone's doing a hell of a lot of stuff especially when I found out he has a family as well. I, I need to speak to these people to find out, how are you doing this? And um, so he has like a, a successful Twitter, YouTube, TikTok, Facebook, LinkedIn. He's on all these platforms doing this stuff. So I want to find out how he did it. And I didn't get much of an answer. The answer I got, well, it's it's hard. <laughs> <laughs> He's, yes. he's, he's from Lat- he's from Latvia, but um, you know, I got it's hard. But, but I think the main thing I got from him was when I asked him about the imposter syndrome, which I said before, and he was the one who said it's the community. He said you 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 join these communities and you and any problems you have, share them with them. And and I was like, that's fantastic, man. I was like, because I, I suffer with it all the time. I, I I have a different approach with imposter syndrome, for instance. So when I feel like this is bad or this is wrong, I can't do this. I, I use that to trigger me to carry on. I see that as a sort of marker to say, I'm almost at the end here. I'm almost at the good bit. <laughs> well, um, who I who to, else did
2: I-, uh, I have to say on this point, because um, I mean, the, the thing that, that drew me to you is that, well, it was your post on LinkedIn um, where you were talking about things that I kind, I loosely understand after having been an engineer for a while, but, don't don't I don't play that role anymore so I I get it but I don't understand it to the depth at the levels that are necessary to to talk intelligently about it and I thought these what you're doing would be great for the community to hear beyond LinkedIn and so to this point where you have that feeling that you're not good enough you were already doing amazing things that drew me to you that now are going to help the community even more where in in part you'll talk about some of the challenges you have and some of your guests have in actually being successful and and jumping through those those hoops and and crossing over those
3: hurdles that that are hard as your as your uh, next guest said well that um that document's actually a prime example of what i just said um mm-hmm. the way i designed that document it it wasn't easy. I use um, an application called Joplin, a note-edit-taking app or note-taking app. And um, you can use, like, markdown tags and HTML tags to sort of design things. And this worked out to, to be a 100-page document in the end. And I couldn't just automate this to do what I wanted. I had to put every single tag in individually. It took me seven days, pro- roughly 12-hour days. I was waking up doing it, going to sleep, waking up doing it. And I must have got about halfway through and I was, I was close to giving up. I was like, I don't even know if this is going to look good or is it, is it, maybe it's going to be a complete disaster. And I thought, no, just keep going. And it turned out to be a raging success. So that's uh, for anyone who's listening, if you do suffer with like imposter syndrome or anything, sort of trying to hold you back, just use that as a reason to carry on. But that's because that's what I've started to do. So when you offered me the podcast, I was terrified. And then I was like, okay, right. I'm scared. Good. Uh, I don't want to do it. Good. <laughs> it's it's going to take, all the it's going to be amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So
1: that's it it, so. it sounds to me you're the kind of person that the harder it is, seems that the more you're going to dig into it to kind of prove prove yourself that you can do it. And I think that's, that's a great attitude, right? I mean, self learner clearly uh, for, for a lot of things and, and kind of looking at the challenge in the, Straight in the face, and you know, and if you fail, you know, you can't always succeed. You know, and, and you say, you know, if you're not failing a few times, you're probably not doing it right. So that's that's what I think is the power of listening to other people. And I want to dig into the podcast itself. So one of the things I like to ask people is the why, right? You know, why do you, why did you feel that the podcast was as difficult as challenging for your personality but something that you say you know what this this is going to be actually a good challenge because it's going to bring me to this and i understand the community but maybe dig in a little bit more into what attracted you to accept this challenge the most
3: well what the reason i accepted it is because it is a challenge and it's a challenge on so many so many levels for one um I'm a very talkative person and I think we all know that, you know, if you talk too much, it can make you (laughs) deaf. So, so active listening has always been something I've really struggled with. So I thought this is going to be a great opportunity for me to actually try and sit down and listen to people instead of talking over them. And so there was that aspect I thought, right, that's going to help me with that. And, um, and the fact that, um, the fact that everything about it is a challenge for me. So the, the talking to people, I get nervous. The um, what else? Yeah, so the talking to people, I get nervous, and um, I'm losing my words here, gentlemen. All right, uh, just, just give me a second. Um,
1: yeah,
3: I've never been on this side before. It's, it's easier to be a host here.
1: Than... Let's let's do this. Let's yeah. do this. You, you ask us a question now. Go. That's
3: right. <laughs> so, what, what, um, so what um, engaged you guys to join forces and start ITSP Magazine?
1: Sean, <laughs> <laughs> do you know the answer? You go.
3: I, I know the answer. All right. And, uh, go. It, it has to do
2: with food. Everything starts with food <laughs> for me. Um, and I, I'm kind of joking, but not really. We met at uh, a cafe in Redondo Beach. Hermosa Beach, sorry. Hermosa Beach, California. And uh, we... I think we pretty much instantly became friends and then realized that that we crossed uh, crossed over in terms of the the work that we do in in marketing and things like that and and uh I'll I'll try to keep the story short. We we recognized that the cybersecurity field was doing it not the best way possible marketing that is. Um they were presenting their their solution in the form of a box. <laughs> <laughs> with with a cd inside of that that was the, that was the form of marketing we're like there has to be a better way to, to kind of convey what's going on here and what the what the real value is and fast forward uh, we realized that it's connecting to the human the the human side of of technology and the impact it can have on business and then broader we opened up things to technology so the impact it has on society overall and what started with helping companies bring their products to market with better messaging became telling stories in uh written form. Uh, we were born as a publication in, in, uh, at black hat, uh, nine years ago and, uh, as a written publication. And then we, we figured out that telling a story is as, a, as a conversation works better than just in written form. So we decided to kick into kick into podcast land and, uh, haven't looked back so that's that's my version of the story and i'm going to stick started with with started with coffee coffee and uh you
1: you know i'm making some i'm making some connection between frankie what what you said and and Mm -hmm. what we decided to do because in a way i feel like we're very we're very similar meaning uh we said hey should we start a a, like a, a publication i had no idea before I met Sean, I didn't even know what cybersecurity was. I mean, I come from marketing, branding, and sociology. But I, I knew it was important, and I knew it was important to have this conversation. But I also remember that one day, we, you know, Sean was already good at writing uh, in, about cybersecurity, interviewing people, and then writing an article. And we're like, this podcast thing, it's kind of happening. And we said screw it. Let's do a podcast. I mean, never done it before. It's not that we were coming from the radio world or anything like that. And then Sean started and, and like, you know what? I think I can do this. So I, you know, I started doing podcasts too. And, and I look back sometimes and I'm like, I don't know shit, <laughs> but I just go out there and do it. And every time that I do a podcast, I learn something and you find your own voice, your own style, which in my case is no style at all. I mean, this is just me. I'm not scripting anything, right? And I guess I'm lucky because of that. But but it's also something that, like you said, every time you talk to someone, you get better. And the, nobody starts by go- being good. <laughs> That'd be pretty weird,
2: right? So you know? and I'm, I'm like you, Frankie. I'm not comfortable on this side <laughs> of the camera. I'd rather be <laughs> flipping the knobs in the background, making sure it sounds good, and, and kind of controlling things from the other side. But uh, not, nevertheless, here I am
3: here well, i am i'm i'm and it it led
2: I'm, me to people like you
3: and and I'm, I'm very grateful for that i'm grateful that you found me um it's it's been it's probably been one of the hardest challenges i've had to face over the last couple of years for sure i've always sort of done things that where i didn't have to really face my fears like the public speaking thing especially the public speaking i used to be a dj and even even after like i don't know 10 years of djing at festivals and stuff i still suffered with the the nervousness of it so i don't think it's anything that will ever leave me to be honest but i think i can you know gain more control over it i guess but going back to your last question i think i i felt the same way as you about it when sean said do you want to do a podcast i was like yeah let's do it (laughs) i have no clue i have no clue what i'm doing but you know when opportunity (laughs) when opportunity knocks at the door you have to walk through it otherwise it, it may not open again that's so even if someone offered me, you know, to do something else, maybe, I don't know, say it was something bigger, I don't know, say someone offered me a TV show, for instance, then I'd be like, I have to keep rolling with this, even though it's, it could potentially be a disaster. <laughs> but I think I, there's, a, there's a part of the podcast where I've been, because I've been speaking to some of the guests and, um, and they think we should start talking more about um, or asking people more about their failures. Cause I think a a, a lot to do with imposter syndrome particularly as people are terrified to fail. And I think, um, it's something that people need to get comfortable with. So I think hearing these, hearing stories from these really successful people in the industry talk about, you know, where things went terribly wrong for them. I think it could be really useful to people. It's another approach we want to take. It's interesting because the, the, the start of
2: the publication, uh, Came on the heels of, well, two ventures. One, one that I started, and then we uh, we transformed that um, into another thing. Remember, Marco? Well, it was Community Shopper, and then uh, the, uh, the what was the other one? Uh, the every, card everywhere or something like that. <laughs> we, we we had this idea to to bring people together, and and the the, the huge failure, my one anyway. Um, But what I realized was it's difficult to connect with a a large audience. It's easy to go one-to-one to to a business, harder to connect with a thousand people that that one business is trying to sell to. And um, again, it led us back to how do you do that? It's about telling a story and and having a conversation. And um, so that, that huge failure led to, us figuring out well, we, we want to connect with those people, and we want to do it in a genuine way, and and tell stories that are meaningful to them, and and ultimately, and this is this is what we're all about, um, helping them learn. Knowledge is power. That's our that's our tagline. So um, everything we do revolves around connecting technology and and cybersecurity to society, and ultimately to the businesses that are. Making society kind of run from that perspective as well. So, um, the point is that that failure led to this. Um, whether it's a success, that's that's to be
3: determined at some point.
2: I'm having a good time, even though I'm uncomfortable. But I love working with Marco. I love bringing bringing uh, folks like you into the mix and and expanding on our vision for uh, for what we're doing here. So. Yeah. Fact, and to, is-
1: and to add to that and to what you're doing uh, my my experience with with media in in general is the fact that now with the internet and the fact that we have access to technology and we all become content creator and that's a good thing and a bad thing because it's a bad thing because everybody have a platform and can you know bullshit all day long and people will listen. I'm not going to get political here. But the other good thing is that we all have an opportunity to make a difference. And what is beautiful is that people more and more, I think they appreciate transparency and honesty and a candid conversation. We're not expecting... I mean, if you're watching the BBC, you you expect to, be, to have an overproduced piece of something. But when people listen to a podcast, they want... They want that moment of shit, I'm not comfortable right now. Give me a yeah. minute. This, or, this is real. This you know, is Yeah, this is a real conversation. Yeah. I get in your know, people get inspired by that. So no, my point is not not expertise and experience required. As long as people had that desire to share the knowledge to make a difference in somebody's life and, and it could be that one person that listened to you out of many that the day after it get inspired and you change you change their life. I think that's worth it to put ourselves out there. Even sometimes we we look like a little silly. But you know
3: no absolutely um it only takes one good episode to change someone's life. There's not even just one good sentence. But I think what you said about the you know being genuine and being honest it's um i figured that really early in this when i started this project because i i come to the conclusion i wouldn't be able to talk on the microphone as soon as i've hit record i went (laughs) and i i I had my head in my hands for a whole day saying i can't i can't do this and then the next day i tried again and i was like oh hang on i've i've made 10 minutes here right But I, re- I re- I've, I've got an episode that will never be published, and it was about um, how to about having positive people in your life and how to find positive people, how to avoid negative people, and it was half an hour long of me just reading the script. And after I, I listened to it back, and I said, "I can't, I can't do it like this. There's, there's no way." So I, I decided that I have to, I have to just do it without the scripts, with you know maybe have some bullet points, a couple of questions as reference, but soon I've noticed as soon as you start reading things whether it be gen it's not genuine if you're reading it from a script really is it even if it comes from the heart but you can tell straight away there's like I noticed there's no ums or uhs or doubled up on the words it's very uh, can you talk about mentoring or figuring out who's had a significant impact on your professional journey <laughs> it's it's a totally different per- it's, it's a totally different person speaking and that uh, straight away i realized no just be myself even if yeah even if i have to fall over and roll around like um what was his name chaplin <laughs> even if even if i have to look like the chuckle brothers or something while i do it it's <clears throat> it's fine cuz i i know when i look back at episode 100, 187 i'm going for when nice. i look back from 187 it'll be the the turning point where the professionalism finally <laughs> kicks in
2: yeah
1: yeah nice. absolutely
2: well, let
3: let us let, talk about
2: uh, the next hundred and eighty something episodes. Um, I don't know if you want to mention guests or or themes. Um, I know you have some some stuff coming from Infosecurity Europe in London, which is uh, let's talk about scary. that. Yeah. So what uh, what what do you have planned?
3: Yeah, yeah, so excited about that. So so at the moment, I'm trying to. Put together like a sort of pre-conference episode, where I've I've already spoken to Philip Wiley. He was kind enough to come on pretty quickly and have a great chat with me. That 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 interview was an absolute disaster on my end. I I used the wrong microphone. Uh, <laughs> I, I I didn't quite prepare properly for it because he because he messaged me back so quickly. I luckily i um, I have a background in sound editing and sound design and stuff like that, so I managed to make it sound much better than the reality and um the other guest who i spoke to just now um, ben armstrong he um has, does pen, penetration testing as a service so the, the whole point of the the first point was to get to know them so i asked phil about his life how he went from pro wrestler to you know penetration tester because first thing i saw was that and that was the first thing that sort of piqued my interest and it was quite fascinating to hear that he has a similar background as myself, where he, you know, worked in construction and restaurants and retail. Like I, I actually work in construction now. I'm, I'm only off because we have this festival on. <laughs> so uh, when I'm not, when I'm not digging holes, I'm, uh, I'm doing cybersecurity. <laughs> so it was, nice. um, it was, re- it was refreshing to know that you know there is hope for people like myself. Can, if you work hard enough and just keep going, you can, you can get through that. And um, so far, I've only found those two people. Um, I've contacted a few others. I'm finding it quite difficult because um, I like to keep it around penetration testing and sort of ethical hacking because that's my interest. So I don't – it would be quite uh, not honest of me, really, to start interviewing people who are in fields that I don't quite understand. I'd have to sort of make things up, and I don't really like that. So I'm waiting back on a few other people if I can – find them here yeah lauren is it laurie laurie mercer from hacker one i've sent him a message i'm waiting for him and a a few others but i'm hoping to just get a bunch of them in for like quick 20 minute 30 minute chats and then just put it into one episode and then i'll run around with my new microphones i got the um the rode wireless ones so i've got using that now because um I, 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 i was finding it very difficult with the microphone i had i had to keep it's going like this when i was talking to people because <laughs> it's mm-hmm. it's not or very high or quality. be
1: like me where there's more microphone than my face, but I <laughs> kind of right. like that DJ old school DJ feeling. Like, that's you know, that's radio. That's
3: the next one I want. The next yeah. one I want is the same <laughs> as yours. Up up here.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly, okay. exactly. Well, well listen, uh, the, one of the reasons why we do this meet the new host is not only because it's a great conversation for us to have which we could do easily and we've done it of course before you started uh, not record it uh, we're gonna see you when we are at InfoSecure europe so i'm excited about that but the reason why we do this is exactly you know the the people that listen to sean and i now they may want to listen to your show. And I think the community that we are involved with, it's quite big. So I want to take this opportunity to invite everybody that wants to share their story to actually yep. contact Frankie, contact us, and we'll pass the word to, to Frankie. And uh, yeah, come on, have a chat with, 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 with him. And, and we all have a story to share. Um, Every, I always everybody, say everybody's we made hacking, of
2: stories. Everybody's hacking their
3: potential right
1: exactly. And, and, uh, exactly
3: and it's those stories yeah, abso- that we need to hear yeah. yep absolutely and um yeah i'm willing to um get virtually anyone on the show if they've got a story to tell or if they've got things that can help you know newcomers to cyber security and personally i need as much practice as i can get doing this stuff we all if do if i if yeah. i go if i go a week without um interviewing someone i feel like i'm sort of going backwards a little bit so if i can speak to someone every single day that would be very beneficial for me yeah. yeah
1: i feel like my my life is quite empty if i don't record one or a, <laughs> maybe sometimes even three or four podcasts in a day and and the day i don't i'm like hey i got a lot of time to actually do other things but i do miss that it's been especially during the pandemic i just love this idea like you know this morning i talked to someone in singapore uh, was my first Monday morning conversation, and I'm like, technology is pretty cool. I mean, I just talked somebody in Singapore, and I'm in LA, and now I'm talking to you in the UK, and it's very cool. I I think uh, that podcasting and video conferencing is a blessing, and 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 it makes the community tighter. So that's my final message. I want to close with this. This is all about the community. It's not about being the best. TED talker, speaker, keynotes, or anything is about being out there, share your story, and thinking that maybe what you what you tell is gonna help the next person to do it in an easier way. Learning from other people' mistake, not always having to hit the head in the wall in order to or burn your finger or get the cold shower every morning to to realize what it is so (laughs) an invitation here to spontaneous conversation that happened to be podcast and then we're so happy to have on itsp magazine so thank you so much for this i appreciate it
3: yeah i'd like i'd I'd, I'd like to add to that as well that um anybody who's like thinking of starting a podcast and you know but they feel like maybe they can't or they're you know they're worried that they'll have the fear I suggest they um, contact you too, because um, I wouldn't be here without you guys. And I know you're more than happy to, you know, if you think somebody has potential—excuse the pun—then <laughs> you're happy to help them. You know, he's been he's um, been great with me so far, and we're only just getting started. Yeah, so yeah, um, if anybody's interested in starting their own podcast, give give Sean and Marco um, <laughs> a message. So I'm sure they'll help you out.
2: Well, you're you're very kind. We definitely saw the potential and, uh, we're thrilled to have you on. And I think the other, the other thing cool that I'll, that I'll close with is, uh, there's a huge community in Europe as well. And, um, I think they, they probably don't get the voice that they deserve in a lot of U S based publications. So for me, this is a call to uh, to To hear the UK and and uh, the greater uh, European voice on your show, um, different perspectives, different different experiences, uh, different way of looking at things, and uh, you're you're the you're the one to to bring all those stories to bear, hacking your potential.
3: Well, I'll I'll keep that in mind. A lot of my guests have been from Canada and the okay. USA. I know cybersecurity has a big it's a it's really big in the americas and canada and stuff but um yeah I'll, I'll definitely start looking for more i know english um well united kingdom uh european people because there is a lot of us here and I, i'm pretty sure i'm the only person in the isle of man that i have found so far but <laughs> if anyone from the isle of man is um is listening to the show um come and meet me in person
2: i <laughs> be surprised they probably didn't know you were in it until you they hear this so yeah
1: I know we didn't actually mention the fact that you you you're right there in a small island. That's right. And so yeah, I'll I'll be curious to see what the community, the cybersecurity community, is there. Maybe yeah. you can just meet at a pub or something. <laughs> yeah,
2: well, <laughs> we, well, which is I'll what we to.
1: will do in the in during Cybersecurity, uh, Security Europe, uh, yeah. really soon. All right. Talking about podcasts, I think we got another coming here. So back to back. Uh, I know you were back to back too, and I'm pretty sure that after this, you'll get even more back to back. And (laughs) and uh, you know, I'm again. I'm very very happy to have you on board with us. It's it's an honor and a pleasure. And the time we spend together, very very important for us and for the people that got to know you. You're a really cool, really cool person. With that said, Sean, should yes. people subscribe? What do you I think?
2: think? I think, I think they should listen, subscribe, and share, and uh, support Frankie in uh, doing what he's doing to support the community, bringing folks together. And, uh, yeah, so, thanks everybody. I hope you enjoyed the conversation. And uh, cheers! Cheers to you, Frankie! Cheers, everyone! Thank you very <laughs> much. We'll see you soon.
3: Yeah, I look forward to meeting you both in person good I'll see you in London see ya talk soon
0: gentlemen bye we hope you enjoyed this episode of Hacking Your Potential podcast with Frankie Thomas part of the ITSP magazine podcast network if you learned something new and this conversation made you think then add this show to your favourite podcast player Subscribe to the ITSP Magazine YouTube channel and share the ITSP Magazine podcast network with your friends, family, and colleagues. If you represent a company and wish to connect your brand to our conversations and our audience, visit itspmagazine.com to learn how to sponsor one or more of our podcast channels. We hope you will come back for more stories and follow us on our journey.